Welcome to the Gold Medal Mindset. I'm your host, Brenna Huckabee, cancer survivor, amputee, and two-time Paralympic gold medalist snowboarder who is obsessed with coaching you into living a gold medal life. Consider this your weekly training in self-confidence, motivation, and productivity. You will be challenged here to step onto the top of the podium, the cream of the crop into the 1% where the dreamers turn into action takers so you can quench your unshakable thirst for more. Show up and say yes to yourself and your dreams each week because you are worthy of more. So let's get into it. Hello, you guys. It's me, Brenda Huckabee, back with another episode. And as always, I'm very excited for this episode. I feel like, oh my goodness, Brenna, you say that every single week, but I do. I have so much to talk about, and I'm just so excited to share these little tidbits with you guys because tidbits will grow into like some big aha moments for everybody. And I'm just really excited to share that knowledge with you guys. Today, we are talking about resiliency and self-discipline and hardships and adversity and all the things that we idolize people um, for the skills that they have because of what they've gone through. And the reason that I want to talk about this and the way that I want to talk about this is I feel like oftentimes we wait for the adversity to come into our lives to show us what we're capable of, right? So that we can see our strengths, so we can develop our skills. But here's the thing. We don't have to wait for that adversity to come into our lives where we can, you know, build our resiliency. We can build these skills now. We don't have to wait for the bullshit and the hard shit to come in. You can build it now. And so, This week, we are going to talk about things that you can be doing every single day in a weird way to prepare you for when adversity inevitably comes up in your life, because it does. And now, this isn't to say that these skills and tools are going to pick you up immediately after you fall. Obviously, each adversity holds a different level of pain, and there will be times like You need to seek support from maybe a mental health professional, a doctor, um, an advisor, a mentor. Like there are times where maybe this is outside of your toolbox, but at least put a bunch of tools in your toolbox so that not everything feels like the end of the world. I think that's the biggest thing that I want to tackle today. Um, So many people in my life, and this is a question that I have been pondering for a very long time because so many people in my life you know, they're so just like mind blown at the way that, you know, I handle adversity in my life. There have been so many times that for so many people, um, what I've gone through would have been seen as the end all be all. It would have been, you know, a time to curl up under a blanket and never come out. But the reality is if I did that every single time things got hard, I would never leave from underneath my blanket. And I'm sure you're thinking the same thing about your life as well. When things get hard, If you never, if you just reclused into a little ball and hoped that things would pass, A, things would never pass, and B, you would never leave your little ball, okay? And so here are things, though, that maybe smaller things won't put you into your ball, if that makes sense, right? So we're going to be talking about ways to develop our resiliency skills and strengthen those skills that we already have so that things just aren't so life and death all the damn time, okay? And so the first thing I want to talk about that I 
think builds your resiliency. And there's two things. The first one is self-discipline. Last week, we talked about self-discipline 101. I just kind of went into a brief um, definition of what self-discipline is and then how you can develop that for yourself. And so just to reiterate, self-discipline is the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses, the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it, okay? And I like to think of self-discipline as the little things you do throughout the day. So this could be related to your home, to your work, to your family, right? This could be putting your phone down at dinner or putting your clothes in the clothes basket or making your bed, right? This could also be opening up your computer and writing the email that you've been putting off, right? So we don't put it off. We do the email. We do our work. We don't procrastinate. So a lot of that is self-discipline, the ability to not procrastinate when you freaking want to and getting your work done despite. So with self-discipline, comes self-esteem or self-confidence. And that is defined as a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So knowing deep within yourself that you have what it takes to be all that you want to be, do all that you want to do. You have the tools, you have the skills. And if you don't have them to the extent that you want, you can develop it. You know within yourself, you have the ability to strengthen and develop the things that you want, right? And so it's kind of a circle, in my opinion, the self-discipline and self-confidence, because with self-confidence or with self-discipline, you're gaining self-confidence. With self-confidence, you can grow your disciplines and you just keep making the circle bigger and bigger and bigger to where your self-disciplines are so big that your self-confidence is matching it and your success is just skyrocketing and things are just hallelujah going amazing in life, right? So these are the two most important pillars, I believe, in one's life because both of these things create in the inner circle resilience. So the more that you develop these disciplines, the more confidence that you have, the more tools that you're gaining, the more habits, the more you see yourself in, in an ability to grow, to pick back, pick yourself back up, right? So when you have an adversity that comes in and let's say it's like a rock and it dents your self-confidence or it dents your discipline, you know what you need to do to get that circle back to smooth. You know what needs to be done to bring you back to a place where you are in alignment with your with yourself, with your purpose, with your self-confidence and your disciplines, right? So I will always say <laughs> self-discipline is the most important piece that comes to resilience. But you might be going like, Brenna, how do you build self-discipline self when you feel like absolute doo-doo, when life has knocked you down, when you feel like you can't move on, you can't get up, you are just, how do you, how do you get back into being disciplined? When you hurt so much, nothing matters. When you hurt so much, it, it seems like just another thing on your to-do list. When you hurt so much that the thought of making your bed seems impossible, what do you do? Well, that's not your discipline. That's not where you're starting. That dent inside your circle was really big. But you know, you know, something that needs to change is what you're doing in your life. And sometimes that may be getting out of bed and washing your face, getting out of bed and brushing your teeth, 
Every single day, you're getting up and you're brushing your teeth. And soon that will turn into a new habit, a new discipline. Once that confidence matches the brushing your teeth, well, your new discipline may be making your bed again. And once you do that for a while and your self-confidence matches, well, your next discipline may be writing that email or sending that text back. And once you commit yourself every day, I'm going to do this. Wow. You're right back to where you were, right? And sometimes, you know, it's not where you are in life because we're talking about right now, like, how do I build this discipline and this resilience and the self-confidence without hardship? Well, we're going to do a little reflection. And I got this from a different website. Don't know which one it was, but I could probably find it and put it in the show notes. So how can you measure your resilience? And this person likes to put this in eight quadrants. And I, I found this and I thought this was really beautiful because you can really see where in your life things can either suffer or flourish, right? And these are places that you should focus on because it, when your life is in balance and alignment, and this is something I talk about a lot, everything is working together in your favor. If something is suffering, you know, everything suffers. Where you may think that things are successful, deep down, you're still suffering. There's still something, there's a hole, there's an emptiness, right? There's a stress, even though you might not be focusing on it or thinking about it, it's still there, all right? You're not fooling yourself. So building the resilience so that when things get hard, you're, you can handle this. You're, ideally, it's not going to be so hard that it, it makes it to where brushing your teeth is a big struggle, right? So we want to strengthen these eight quadrants and they are family, friends, work slash your career, your finances, your hobbies, your health and fitness, spirituality slash a sense of meaning, and community, right? And when you really think about this, when all of these things are strengthened, you feel pretty dang good. At least I know I do. Um, and so I want you to go through and write down these eight quadrants, okay, on a piece of paper. And you're going to ask yourself, are you struggling in any of these areas? Do any of these feel out of whack, out of balance? Can I call on these people if I need help, right? Would I let them call on me if they needed help? You know what I mean? So definitely ask yourself those questions. So the next part is... Sorry, I got distracted. ADHD problems, though, for real. I get very much distracted very easy. Okay, sorry, back at it. So ask yourself these questions. Um, do you have a plan where you can focus on building and balancing these places that are out of whack, right? Is there something that you can do, focus on? What, what do you? What is needed to make you feel whole in these areas? And don't think about this as like, oh my God, I have to do all eight right now. Start strengthening with little disciplines one by one, right? I'm always going to be talking about discipline because that's how you build a habit. And once you have a habit, that's how you have a lifestyle, right? So discipline to me is like that first step, your first time getting started, um, the first plunge into building a habit. But our ultimate goal is to make our disciplines into our lifestyle. It's not something we have to think about. It's just there, okay? So I want you to start small. I don't know about you, but whenever I try to like recreate my entire life into like a new lifestyle, I end up failing because it's just too much too soon. And those old habits and patterns just work their way back in. So I want you to start small, develop that self-discipline into a habit. Once it's like pretty in there, then you can add something else on there. Okay. So 
we're going to go through all eight, develop a plan, develop little self-disciplines that you can do, but you're going to do them one at a time. Okay. Next, I want you to ask the question, are you in balance slash do you feel good about it? Okay. So this is just being in a more positive light. Like what works within your eight quadrants? What do you think is like a hell yes? Like how is this something that is definitely helping you? And write it down because I feel like once you look at things that, that work out in one area, you can use them and reuse them in others. It's pretty amazing. So where you are at, at the starting point in measuring your resilience in all of these areas is where you're going to be able to uh, decide what you want to do about it so you can build back the balance where you need them so that your circle is literally a perfect circle. Oh, that's a band I used to listen to way back when. <laughs> ADHD problems. Oh my God. Let me get back to it. So when you're thinking about building resistance, it's where you're thinking about the places that you need to put self-disciplines in so that you can strengthen and balance and build on the things that you already have going on in your life, right? Because let's think about this. If something were to happen and let's say you have disciplines, you feel really good and strong in your finances, in your work and in your health and fitness, okay? But let's say something happens and you lose your job. Well, who are you gonna call on? What are you gonna look for? What are you gonna feel good about? Because you've just put your whole identity into your work, your, yeah, your work and career and your finances. So you're just gonna go to the gym and try to work off the fact that you know your identity, quote unquote identity and what you've worked so hard on um, is gone. You need more. You need to have friends and family you can call on. You need to have, and, and family for me is one that it's like not everybody has a family and that's okay, but you have friends that are like family, or you can build friends that are like family, right? Those are like those bonds that you create, which again, takes time, which takes disciplines, which takes habits. So anyway, those are bonds that you can create so that you have somebody to call on. Like, hey, Becky, shit hits the fan. <laughs> I need you. Come over with a bottle of wine and help me plan out my freaking life, my next move. Or just let me cry for a bit and then we'll figure it out another day. You know what I mean? All right. And then hobbies in, in spirituality slash a sense of meaning. This one for me has been my biggest resiliency factor. Just knowing that there's more out there for me beyond where I'm at now. I'm living beyond myself. I'm living for my family. I'm living for my friends. I'm living for my community. So I have so much, I have a sense of meaning that is well beyond myself. And for me, that is so strong that it's something that I can call on most of the time, right? So anyway, you've lost your job. You don't have your, your career and finances anymore. All you have is your health and fitness. Well, now you need a way to cope. So instead of uh, healthily coping by calling on any of your eight quadrants, you decide to binge eat and drink. So now your health and fitness. So now you are literally what people would call rock bottom. So now you have to rebuild all eight. You're literally starting to rebuild your family, friends, work, career. You have to rebuild all of them, okay? If you're in balance, right? Balance, everything is going good. Everything is going great. You have friends, family, career, finances, everything, pastime, hobbies, health and fitness, spirituality, slash a sense of meaning, and community. You are on top of the world, but then you lose your job. So now your work and your finances are out of whack. Well, you have so much going on in your life, such a support, such a bubble. And this is all something you've built. So if you've got all, all eight of these in whack, all eight in whack, <laughs> that's funny, um, all eight of these feeling so good, 
guess what? It's not going to be that big of a deal. It's not going to be the end of the world. You're like, you know what? I have such strong self-confidence from everything I have built in these eight quadrants. I feel so good. I'm, I'm going to be fine. We're going to work through this. It sucks. It hurts. Sure. But I know that I can get through this. I have built this resiliency. I have built these skills. Okay. And so I like hate to break it to you. There is never, ever, ever going to be one quick fix for all of this. This is a lifelong process, right? Constant, but that's okay. It gets, one, it gets easier. And two, it's really not a negative thing to have to constantly be working on keeping your life in balance, keeping your life in check. Because like I said, when all of this feels good or when all of this is going good, it feels good. It strengthens your self-confidence. It strengthens your relationships. Like it strengthens everything that matters in life. How can you not feel good? You know? And so I really, really, really want you to focus on this today. I will have it in the show notes so that you can just write out the eight things and see where, you know, things could be better or where things are going really great. I really hope this helped. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed teaching this and talking about this because it's something near and dear to my heart. I have felt like you know, I didn't need to wait for cancer and amputation to come into my life to build these skills. And you don't have to wait for bad things to happen to you either. You know, think about that. If you started living today, like today was your rock bottom and all you could do is go up from here. Think about how far you could go. Why are you waiting to, to hit an actual rock bottom to start the process of, of actually building something for your life. Like, what have we become as a society where we feel like that's that's what we have to do? No, baby. Start now. Build it now. You got this. So thank you guys so much for another great episode. Please comment, share with your friends. Maybe somebody else could just really use these skills of building resiliency. Um, and yeah, please just comment feedback on what you liked, what you didn't, leave some stars, a review, whatever. Thank you so much for listening in. I love you. Goodbye.